Yeah, this well, podcast, this, this podcast has gone well downhill, mate. In my absence, what's going on? Right. The content will have been ten times better because people have actually been doing research. Oh, I, I did. I haven't listened to it, mate, so I wouldn't know. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't listen to that bullshit. Listen. I'm all. I'm all about the Joe Rogan conspiracies these days, mate. I don't listen to footy podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> the Edward Snowden one is well worth listening to if you haven't. I've done about twenty minutes of it so far. I kind of do it on my commute, and uh, yeah, it's quite interesting actually. He's a bit yeah. of a dick. I don't like his laugh, which is a bit annoying, but other no. than that, I'm, I'm quite enjoying it. Like horrible CIA sneaky fucking IT guy of course he's got a horrible sinister <laughs> yeah but I'm enjoying that yeah I just did the Richard Dawkins one as well so that was quite but, good I don't want to get into that I have to say there's another one as well for like the, this really discredited um, like scientist that worked at Area 50, 51 did oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah there was a TV I show about get him into as well. that. Yeah, yeah he did, he did like a Netflix thing he's, yeah. he was the one, one when all the aliens were there wasn't he and he's like well close yeah. to them and stuff Once again, to another episode of the Creme de la Creme podcast. My name is James Tudor Williams, and I am joined, as always, by the Commish, Andrew Della. What's up, Tudor? Someone named Bill Will 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 Magic Stick Graham. Wand re-signing on. <laughs> Pod regular Tommy Pierce in the studio. Evening all. And we've got our producer Pedro on the ones and twos. Fuck Someone. you, then, Pedro. <laughs> so let's get cracking. Della, Tommy P, how's your uh, week? Have you recovered from that absolute humbling that Southampton have taken from Leicester? Oh, I uh, don't know, mate. You'll have to ask a Southampton fan. <laughs> the commissioner's disowned uh, the football team of his youth uh, temporarily. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. I uh, I was kind of pretty upset during the maybe the first few goals, but then after a while it just uh, became quite fun and actually one of the best atmospheres at St Mary's that I can remember in uh, in recent times. Once everyone everyone had well, about half the crowd had left, and then <laughs> the rest the, the the hardcore that stayed on were just uh, having a laugh by that point really because it couldn't really get any worse. Yeah, if you're not laughing about it, you're crying. Exactly. You What's the point of being there otherwise? That's it. Yeah, talking uh, about fantasy, I had a shocking week. Um, <laughs> I had six of my six of my squad um, took a place on the bench in the, for their teams this week. Um, yeah, I think they've only had one of those two. two and I had Jamie Vardy, who scored 20 points. So, um, yeah, less said about that, the better, really. Yeah, I lost with quite a few points on the bench. Never a good thing. Sign of poor management, arguably. So uh, that didn't feel good. And losing by quite a tight margin, as we'll probably mention later on. Yeah, right. Uh, Will, welcome back. How how was your game week? Yeah, good, mate. Yeah, good to be back. I had a lot of feedback after taking a bit of a a break. But despite that feedback, I've still come back. So... um, (laughs) 
So, yeah, obviously, Man United did all right, which is always good and a bit rarer these days. Uh, Fantasy-wise, I clearly looked past Niall to my top-of-the-table clash with Josh next week, which was a massive mistake because he absolutely trounced me. I think he beat me about 20-odd points. And he had to put a switch on the bench as well. So, yeah, not great from a fantasy (laughs) point of view, mate. So, um, yeah, a bit, bit of a lesson there. Don't look past your next game. Wicked. Well, glad to see that we were all on point. I think <laughs> uh, so. Go me. Bit of the podcast. I think I'm the only person on the podcast who did win this week. So I'll take that. Correct. Yeah. All right, mate. Nice. <laughs> right then. Last week we took a look at, or we took confessions, sorry, from across the divisions and much joy brought us all. This week we're looking at the tinkerers, seeing whether or not all that chopping and changing has paid dividends, as well as the usual roundup of the big things from week 10 and the creme de la creme. Uh, joining us this week to do all of that is Bobby. Yeah, let's get this over with. Hot <laughs> uh, seat questions for Bobby before he's allowed to contribute. Bobby can be found languishing in the depths of the SDM after his regulate, uh, relegation from the CDP last season. Bobby has competed so far in all three se- well, I say competed, loosely competed in all three seasons of the CDP. Uh, Della, over to you for the hot seat. Thank you very much. Hello, Bobby, mate. How are you doing? Uh, could have been better. Yeah, it could be better. Yeah, yeah. Right, okay. Uh, questions, uh, Pedro, can we get the music, please? Ding. Right, question one. We ask everyone this. Football doesn't exist. What are you watching? Uh, a documentary starring Bergerac, Midsummer Murders. Uh, okay, yeah, very good. Um, question two. You can publicly shame your favourite person in the world, Ed Woodward, in any way you like. What do you choose? Oof. I mean, look, look at the size of him. He's probably nothing sport, not, not sport, sort of sporting anything special. So getting brought down centre of Manchester with his knob out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, question three. Um, uh, how many games would you say you've attended at Old Trafford, probably roughly? This season or in general? No, ever. Just roughly. Well, I've got a spreadsheet, which is good help. So it's about 80. 80, very good. What is the best game you have ever seen live Probably at United versus City, the 4-3, which Michael Owen got the late winner. Oh, oh what a game. What yeah. a game. And nice. uh, on the flip side, what is the worst game that you've seen? Well, I went away from home. I took a train from where I live down here in the southwest to Norwich. It took me five and a half hours. United lost 1-0 to Norwich. <laughs> I then missed, I got kept in because I was away from home. Missed my train home, could only make it as far as Birmingham, so got back mid-afternoon on Sunday for a 1-0 defeat away at Carroll Road. That's amazing. Okay. And those, uh, were the, those were the good days, weren't they? Yeah, Question four. We still had Anderson then. <laughs> Question four. Uh, a polar bear, a South African giant rock python, and Bear Grylls are locked in a large room. Who is the last left alive? Grills. Yeah, yeah, probably the right answer. Dead easy, that, yeah. Question five, finally. Yes or no? Will Liverpool win the Premier League before United win it again? Not deranged. No. <laughs> I think you're nice deranged, Bobby. Nice. Never, never. It won't happen. Welcome to the show. Thanks, mate. Oh, Bobby, welcome. How are you doing so far in the league? Do you feel like you're going to bounce straight back? Well, you, you might have heard of the story about the Titanic, or maybe about the Kursk. Well, I'm doing this a little bit worse than those two did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, that's nice. Thanks for those. 
quite quite an image you've painted there. Yeah, um, I mean, <laughs> the thing is, I'm still reeling from last year's travesty where I had the same amount of points to think as her ladyship Andy Della and got relegated. <laughs> and, and now, you know, to topple that, I go and lose to Ali. Jesus Christ, how do you lose to Ali? <laughs> the, boy, the boy knows nothing about football. He grew up on Phil's drivel. You know, Stefan Oncho, Jersey Dudek, Balloon Gate, Loris Carrius, etc., etc. And I've bloody lost. Unbelievable. You're not, you're not bitter, though, mate. That's the main thing. No, thankfully, I've kept a calm head about it. Don't wear your emotions on your sleeve or nothing. Just, he does, mate. Yeah. Poker face. Letting it wash over you. just fine. Yeah. Um, it's unimportant. <laughs> and as always, we've asked uh, you as a guest to do some homework and come up with a prize slash forfeit for the winner of the wooden spoon in the BDR this season. What have you come up with? 20 minutes in the company of Philip Wass whilst he discusses the merits of owning his and hers matching number plates. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> that is probably oh. the worst one yet. It is, isn't it? That's just not, that's not very... That's just not nice. That was a bit amusing. Yeah. That's just the actual torture. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> oh, crikey. Right, well, let's kick it off then proper. Uh, let's get into it and take a look at week 10 and what stood out for you. Bobby, start us off. Well, it's hard to ignore a 9 0 defeat, is it? You know, I mean, <laughs> All right, don't go on about it. Uh, <laughs> mate, <laughs> this, is, this, this is why I came back, mate. This is why I came back. Well, Leicester even managed to outscore New Zealand last weekend. <laughs> uh, so, so, what happened? What went wrong? Well, um, everything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Tom, you were there. I know you've mentioned it before, but it, it was just blatantly obvious from the get-go, wasn't it? Even before the red card, I think, that something was they were going to smash us. Yeah. Um, I mean, we weren't massively hopeful turning up. And then, yeah, after 10 minutes, you know, you go one man down and that's game over, really. Although, you know, I don't think it's every team that, that would have turned up no. and, and done that. They were really impressive. And... Um, if you're looking for a second team, you know, to, to replace uh, Saints, then maybe, you know, you could become a Leicester fan, Della. They are pretty exciting, aren't they? I like them, yeah. The, the sort of interchange between, like, uh, you know, like, Madison and Barnes, Chilwell, Perez, they're all, like, really exciting players. And they they're look really, really young, Really young team as well, aren't they? Yeah. Very, very young team. Yeah, they were... I think those, that midfield three could probably play for any club in the Premier League. You know, yeah, I think you're right. Your United is crap, so it's not a great sort of uh, you know a great example. But you'd, you'd take them in a heartbeat. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you would. And actually, you, you, I mean, arguably they might not get in the City um, team. But other yeah, than that, I mean, you, one, I you, they, you'd say that they were up there. You know, you could easily plonk those three into the Liverpool midfield, and they, you know, wouldn't make much difference. And I think, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. They're 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 exciting every single week. Um, Perez interestingly is free pretty much in every league because yep. people all dropped him he was uh, a, yeah so i've got a little this is one piece of like homework i actually did so <laughs> perez available in all three leagues he was dropped by rob in the bdr i don't can't remember who he picked up was available and no one made a move for him in the cdp and in yep. the sdm only one person went for him but as a second option if they did get daniel james or whatever it was yep. and that was cully yeah I know he hasn't scored heaps, but that was 20 points. And he, the, yeah. like we said, it's a favourable run. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it's, um, 
I, don't, I mean, I'd, I don't know. I'm pretty disillusioned by it. I oddly felt very little as those goals were going in. I, you know, <laughs> I did. I did. I was honestly, Dead. honestly, honestly more interested in Jamie Vardy's you know, like points points than I was about Southampton <laughs> not conceding the record. Well, you know, I, so, there, there, therein lies the beauty of the uh, fancy football. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, gives something else for uh, fans of teams that are doing absolutely shite, uh, yeah. something to, to be interested in. Yeah. What Bobby, it did, I, I though, it gave some. Sorry, mate. I was just saying, no. It created some crazy scores for Leicester players, didn't it? Tillemans, no, I, I think, got ten, eleven. Madison, eight. Yeah. Um, Vardy, twenty. It really changed a lot of the games, didn't it? This week in fantasy. I think in the standard, yeah. the standard league, one person had ninety-nine after the very first. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. It's absolutely yeah. bananas. Bobby, um, I thought you were going to talk about United. Well, we managed to win, which is great. It was relatively comfortable, which should be great. But you have, you know, you can see the soft goal at the end and you miss two ruddy penalties. So I think it's <laughs> yeah. bitter and twisted when it finished. You know, mm. we've got the worst set piece record in the whole league and we can't even convert a bloody penalty. Jesus. Mm. With two different takers again. Yeah, well, that's, and, yeah, that's four or five this year, isn't it, that you've yeah. missed? Uh, yeah, at least four. Yeah, I think it's at four, least mate. four. Yeah. Maybe five. I think yeah, Pogba missed, might miss missed two. Rashford yeah, missed one. Rashford missed alone. two. Yeah, we've probably missed about five pens this year. Mm-hmm. Are you just going to keep working through the whole team until yeah. you get to like <laughs> the gayer table? Finally, get to one person who puts their foot through it. You know, Dennis yeah. Irwin, mate. Bring back Dennis Irwin. You need a left back that takes penalty. It, it's still got a game, mate. That's for sure. <laughs> the, the annoying thing is about the defence, though, because I've got a couple of Man United players in my defence. Is that we're not conceding many goals, but we're not getting that many clean sheets either. So they're just mm. racking up a couple of points each, but mm. not many clean sheets is the same. Um, okay, one thing about United. Can someone tell me what, what is whether Luke Shaw's going to play again? He's, is he? He's still injured, isn't he? Yeah, he's still yeah. injured at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, one day I guess. But I heard know. news about this. Um, is it Williams? Someone Williams played in the yeah, Europa the League game. Oh, the youngster. Yeah, he's decent. He's athletic. Mm. I've not seen enough of him technically, but. Okay, right. Well, um, I'll take something from the um, the the, um, the fantasy leagues. Then um, get away from that depressing nonsense. Um, <laughs> in the CDP, uh, four tight games, margins of three, three, five, and 13. 13 was mine, and you may seem like it's a little bit more, but when you consider I only had eight players play um, in my starting lineup, actually, it's pretty you're tight. You're really going to have that point home, aren't you? Well, <laughs> all I'm trying to say is all the games were pretty tight. Can you uh, get the violin uh, sound effects? Swinging it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I only had eight players. Yeah, well, got 40 points, Stella. I mean, I tell you what, if England hadn't beaten New Zealand in the rugby, I might, I might have been singing yeah. from the nukes this way. <laughs> 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 yeah, mate, yeah. Yeah, no, look, it's... um, um, I dropped from... I know, yeah, I that was game. quite a big drop. first, fourth, um, and, um, yeah, yeah it's, it, it's, it's, it's really, really tight still, Um it's it's week to week. Um, the bottom three all lost this week. Phil's rejuvenation is halted after his You've got to be happy that he lost, so he's not a point behind you. Yes, very much so. That would be I'm, playing him, I'm playing him this week as well, so he could have beat me and gone above me, which is... Uh, <laughs> it's an exciting league though, isn't it? It is yeah. genuinely really tight. I'm enjoying it. I was at the, 
I was at the top a couple of weeks ago on like a four game winning streak and I was feeling pretty good about myself and then I've lost two games in a row and now I'm like shit it's relegation I know it I'm only four points above. I can't get relegated from my own fucking league <laughs> until, the, until, until the podcast is all taking place in the SDM and the engine <laughs> the engine remote, yeah. yeah all three of us yeah, well, yeah what, what's the way. protocol mate do, do you have like a veto or something can you just say no I'm not getting relegated <laughs> <laughs> I'll just draft in another two teams for each league, make them 10 leagues. And then... <laughs> oh, corrupt, corruption at its finest, yeah. love it. Yeah. Uh, it's like FIFA all over again. Um, okay, anyone else got anything from the Premier League? Uh, I'd like to talk about Pulisic. Pulisic. Um, why is really oh, about... Wait a minute, sorry, is that Pulisic? Like Pulisic. Pulisic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think, well, that's mainly what I want to talk Listen. about. That, that's the official pronunciation that everyone needs to get on board the, with. The, the American one, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he's just um, turned up and announced himself in the Premier League, hasn't he? He scored three goals. Um, and weirdly, um, no one's got him in the CDP. Yeah, well, he, had, he, he wasn't starting, was he's he, been, I think? Yeah. Oh. No, he'd been trash for weeks. Well, he just wasn't playing, I think, um, bits and pieces here and there but I think it, it's, it's, it's easy to forget like he's been around for ages but that's because he he came on he was one of these American 16 year old wonder kids so you know a la Freddie Adu Freddie yeah. Adu I remember you know, it. yeah um, it, it's nice. easy to forget that Pulisic is only 21 and good pronunciation you know, um, <laughs> I think the Americans say they call him Pulisic Pulisic yeah Pulisic um, <laughs> and better players than him have taken longer to adapt, don't they, to the Premier League. So, um, yeah, they've got a lot of options. Frank Lampard's doing some pretty good stuff there, isn't he? I think um, he's got a lot of attacking options now, especially if Pulisic starts um, starts coming off for him a little bit. Yeah, he's doing a bloody good job considering he didn't get any transfers or anything else. To do what they're doing with what yeah. they've got is fair play. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a very exciting team. They're starting to look quite convincing, aren't they? And uh, just... Yeah, so many options. Uh, more injuries for City. Yeah, yeah. Rodri, Zinchenko. I think there's a two. Is it they're out? Yeah, Zinchenko um, had surgery on a knee, I think, or an ankle. Does that mean that finally John Stones will get back into the team? Well, yes. there must be more midfielders <laughs> they can play as a centre half before him. <laughs> well, interesting. De Bruyne is going to play. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Fernandinho um, got sent off, but he was the double yellow, I think. So I think he, was yeah, double was yellow, he yeah. would have served his one match ban in the, in the League Cup last night. Um, oh, so yeah, he will be available. So it, I think it'll probably just be him and Otamendi. Okay. So probably Carry won't. on what they've been doing so far. Mendy will play at left back. Yeah. Who's at right back then? Oh, well, Kyle Walker or Yao Cancelo, probably. Oh, not Sergio Aguero. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of those yeah, it's you, you watch one of those pep things yeah <laughs> um, anything got from the CDP otherwise I'll talk about the fact that I destroyed Sam yeah go on. Why, do you, why don't you talk about the BDR mate go on well it's I uh, you know the, the BDR had a nice little run of things um, I quite like the fact that Pedro lost after he spoke for 10-15 minutes at length last episode <laughs> about the yeah. wonders of waivers and turning points into prizes. That, and, that'll teach him. Yeah, I enjoyed and, that. It was good. 
and he did it whilst also scoring like 11 points with Tielemans and 11 points with Sterling. So, lol. Yeah. <laughs> um, yep. And yeah. You also, I, by doing that, you also ended Sam's run, didn't you? I did end Sam's run. He uh, he just didn't have anyone who did anything. No. And I, I did an inspirational move for Barnes. I would have done more inspirational moves if I knew how bloody free agency worked. I would have gone, gone Perez. Um, Wait a minute, Trudor. That is not an excuse. Yeah, I know. But... We're like four months in, three months in. Yeah. We need yeah. some instructions about this. Um, I've actually got a, a message from someone in the BDR. You did um, a voice message. Uh, you did uh, touch on it earlier. Um, let me just play this. So I was flicking through waivers, uh, looking for a, a, new, a new midfielder. Um, and I saw that Gilfie Sigerson's available. Ooh, who's dropped Gilfie Sigerson? Oh, yeah, I'll have him. Lovely. Um, he's got a nice matchup coming up against Brighton. Oh, yeah, great. Right. And then, so flick through midfielders. Um, who am I going to drop? Uh, I see a guy who's yet to play a full 90 minutes this season. Only got two assists. Easy. Decision made. In comes Sigerson. Out goes that guy on my midfield. So, um, so anyway, that's, uh, that's a story about how I picked up Gilfie Sigurdsson and I dropped Iosi Perez. Oh. <laughs> 20 points. Ouch. Uh, I'd feel a little bit better if he didn't go on to score 73 points. Well, I was going to say, he still won pretty comfortably, didn't he? <laughs> I know, he? he absolutely smashed it. However, yeah. however, he could have been on for a 90. Um, yeah. Which, yeah. But speaking of smashing it, Crouch... Yes. Yeah, he finally six, turned his luck around. Sixty-two points really. from the bottom of the league. Yeah, absolutely. Pa- trying to get, who was he playing? Tottenham Hotspurs, wasn't it? Um, yeah. Sorry, sorry, Lee. I mean. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, is that a change of fortune for him? Do we think he certainly yeah. needs it? Yeah. Well, the the wooden spoon race is is wide open. I'm all I'm all for him getting a couple of wins, making that a little bit squeaky down the bottom yeah. there. Those book tokens aren't guaranteed yet, are they? Yeah. Anyone else got anything from the Premier League? Bobby, you got anything else you want to talk about or not? In relation to the Premier League, mm. nothing at all. If I'm not involved, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you do this year, this week, Bobby? Did you lost? Didn't you? Well, I've just covered it. I, I don't want to talk about it again. It's haunting. Okay, I'll talk about it then. Ali got a good win. Um, yeah. Beat Bobby. Um, Bloody miracle stuff. Understand. Yeah. He's now, interestingly, got a whopping 100 more player points than Bobby, and he's still on the bottom of the league. Um, I, think, I know we're going to talk about it in a minute, about the, sort of the tinkering effect, but mm. you know, you, you'll, I think that's going to be the proof in the pudding. That proves what my theory is, and that it, you, know, you can't finesse this kind of form curve. You, you just have to play the long game. And look at my squad. That's going to come good in the long run. Got to. That's yeah, good. I think you're right. You should be bottom, though, Bobby. You're you have the worst point <laughs> and everything else. The league should be Josh Alley, uh, Josh Racket Alley. And I wonder how these matchups. But I, came sort of, cropper, I came a cropper to that last season. So that's. Yeah, he did. Point, yeah, ignore yeah. that. Throw it straight out the window. I'm not. Yeah. yeah. He had a lot of points last year and still went down. Yeah. What What's really interesting in our league is I've, I think Ali's got 24 more points than me and I've got twice as many points points as him yeah. nine plays I hate saying so <laughs> it, yeah. it just doesn't make sense how these matchups have happened we'll, we'll, yes. go, we'll go of it though mate let's just that's keep going the beauty. we're talking about um, you're at the top of the league um, well Josh is now 12 points clear of promotion places after four games um, a couple of stats for you on that um, I don't know I don't know whether you realised I, I quite like a stat but um, 
last year, Nick stormed the STM with 91 points and uh, 1,931 um, player points, both of which are records in any in any league of these seasons that I've been running. Um, Nick, uh, Josh is currently on target for 103 points and uh, 1,976 player points. Jesus Christ. Wow. He's on, currently on a nine-game winning streak, uh, and Nick managed a 12-game winning streak oh. last year. So that's um, that's he's, he's, he's all-time stuff from Josh at the minute. And do you know he's do you know he's playing next? Yeah, yeah. Easy, easy, easy. <laughs> three points then. So, there. so there's there's ten games. To be winning against this sort of shower of crap that is the middle league, it's nothing to crap of, is it? Let's be honest. Well, no, I don't think so. I mean, you know, I mean, this is a losers division. I've, you know, that's why I've switched off. <laughs> <laughs> I completely agree. It's the worst yeah. league. So yeah, absolutely. Well, at, least, at least the other guys are newbies. You know, they're fresh. It's exciting. We've been in it for a while and we're just crap at it. Sitting yeah. in the middle. Uh, <laughs> mate, 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 I wouldn't worry, mate. You won't be in that league much longer. Right. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, kind of other things. Interesting little points from the Premier League. Watford obviously had a appalling start to the season and then got smashed 8-0 by Man City, which, you know, looks like a pretty good result now. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> kept it tight at the back. But they've... Yeah. Um, They've got draws in their last three games and, and, and kept clean sheets um, in two of them and they only conceded one in the other. So maybe um, they might start start turning it around a little bit. Uh, they're playing Troy... Chelsea next, aren't they? So I think they're going to remain on zero wins. <laughs> they are, but they're sort of five, four or five games after that are all fairly nice. So um, And I think Troy Deeney is due to come back in the next week or so. They so, desperately um, need him, don't they? They really desperately need, need him. Yeah. Um, David Lewis scored again. Yep. Yep. That's pretty annoying for most people. I think he's available in our league. Still risky though, isn't it? Because he's going to give a pen away. Not many clean sheets. You're relying on him scoring, aren't you? To get a few points. Yeah. Uh, what else is the there? The Arsenal game of the weekend was a weird one because they looked great and then absolutely trash. And then I'm assuming no one in any league has granite Shaka. Oh, what a fan favourite. Love him. <laughs> <laughs> just like, yeah, just silly. Anyway, sorry, carry on, Della. Yeah, it's a bit... Uh... It's a bit weird what's going on there, I think. Um, I was just going to say, anyone else? Tom, got anything else from the Premier League? or were you? Uh, well, Brighton are kind of quietly doing their thing, aren't they? And, you know, they've been picking up a lot of good results recently. Beat Everton at the weekend. Um, Malpai not... is an absolute little gem, yeah. I have to say. Mm. He's scored me more Malpai. points than I ever thought he was going to. Malpai yeah. was in Greg's team. He won him his game pretty much to this week. For, so. Yeah, I think they're just uh, kind of very um, under the radar and, you know, very uh, overlooked as a team. But they're they're really kind of putting some results on the board. Last year, they had a couple of really good players. Dunk was one of the mm. highest scoring defenders last year outside the top teams. Uh, yeah, Matt Ryan in the goal is always a decent one to have. Yeah, I've got Matt Ryan. I've been swapping between him and uh, I think I've got Ramsdale at the moment. And they they mm-hmm. seem to pick up a decent amount of points most weeks. Um, Spurs do what uh, most of us expected. Um, yeah, not looking good, is it? Not looking good. I think for me, as soon as that first goal went in in the first minute, it was like that game's ending 2-1 to Liverpool. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah almost... I, I no view they're going to win that game. I certainly were not going to win that game or even get a result. It just I was even, just... I was more confident that they weren't going to win it when they scored. Yeah, it's <laughs> uh, and having Ericsson tracking Robertson back. 
over and over again. I don't know what they're playing at. Not good, mate. Mm. I think mate. Uh, I think we've pretty much covered most most stuff there, Judah. Yeah, I yeah. think that's, I think I think that's, that's it, a pretty good roundup on week ten. Um, so let's move it on to the section we have dubbed Tinkerer Taylor Soldier Spy. It's time to have a little look at all your tinkering. Uh, we've all been thinking the same thing. Should I have done that? Did it get me the most points? Well, Della is going to give us a little intro into, uh, well, what we have been doing and how well it's been paying off. So, Della, kick us into the tinker table. Yeah. Um, so, I'll let I'll, I'll let you guys have a, um, a little kick it around a little bit, but I'll just explain what I did very quickly. I've took all your player points, so you're, what you're on at the minute, uh, and then I looked at week one, your week one lineup. Um, actually a week one squad and worked out for all your teams how many points that squad would have got if you'd have done nothing. So you just still had the same um, team from that point. Um, obviously, you just sub people out. So I took the total of all the 15 players and then created an 11 player average from it uh, and looked at how many points more you've got now compared to how many points um, you would have had should you have just sat on your ass um, like it appears some people uh, did. Judah. Um, <laughs> no, actually, no, that was just a lot. You haven't sat on your ass. You just haven't really done it. No, I've made loads of transactions. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, we've, so I've looked at how many, tra- we've got stats on how many transactions you made, sort of like how, how, how good you've done. Um, and um, yeah, I've sort of laid it out for these boys to um, throw around a little bit. So yeah, I mean, I'll open it up. Anyone want to um, lead with anything? Well, it's an incredibly, <laughs> incredibly <laughs> complex um, matrix of numbers, which uh, it looks like just a completely baffling uh, random uh, spreadsheet to start with. But you can get in there and sort of try and uh, get some, some patterns out of it. Uh, the thing that I immediately jumped out to me was the, the person that's made the least amount of transactions um, but has been the most uh, effective with them, which is, well, it, Foy has made the least amount. He's only made three three changes, but he's third in terms of actual like impact of those changes. And that, to me, is just alien, three. It's I mean, just insane. He's only made three changes all year. That sort of, it, that sort of says to me, I... I that he had a great, you know, he had a great, yeah, a draft. great draft. Yeah, yeah. He's, on, he's on 453 player points now. If he'd have done nothing from week one, he'd be on 408. You know, 408 from making no changes would, is incredible. Yeah. Um, an incredible return. Um, it's the highest, and, isn't it? Like, oh, yeah, by, the highest. yeah. By a, long, by a long way, actually. Second to, um, our man, uh, second place is our, our man Tudor, who, yeah. um, has only made another 36 points from his 27 transactions. <laughs> 20, oh, jeez. He's made 27, which isn't the highest. We'll get to that, but yeah, I was he's made say, 27 transactions. Um, and he's only got another 36 points from those 27 transactions. So, Tudor, you, you, you just don't know what you're doing, mate, with your... Um, oh, I've made points. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but, but was it good, worth good all draft. that time? All that time that you've lost in your life for those 36 points? <laughs> I'm not entirely sure if you know how I do transactions, Will. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting an idea, mate, looking at this table, <laughs> <Yeah>. that's for sure. <laughs> 
Um, I never really realized. I mean, that's I felt really good about myself when you look at that first table. Like, wow, yeah, I I had a good draft, and then I'm like, and I did nothing with it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, I it was I don't know. I think I've got my head around it a bit, Matt. Now I think I'm doing more. Uh, but yeah, long and short of it, I am by far the worst tinkerer that has ever tinkered by the looks of it. So, cause I'm guessing let's skip all the way down to table five. I'm assuming you're going to publish this for someone somewhere. Uh, the tinker ratio, the higher your ratio, the better off you are. Correct. Yes. So, me, yeah, yeah. So, it, so it's just, it, you know, the, the higher the number, you know, um, for example, um, we'll get on, on to Josh in a minute. He's, he's got, um, 15 additional points per transaction that he's made. So, ah, there we go. Okay. Now I see what, you, yeah, you've explained it better. So yeah, so I've gained one. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I've gained <laughs> one point for every transaction I've made. Where are you in that table? Bottom. I was just, oh, scroll down, mate. Sorry. Hang on. Yeah. <laughs> it takes a while. Found you. So I need a bigger phone. I find it a bit misleading because I'm, you know, I'm second to bottom on that table. So I'm, I, I must've made an error. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it, you know, I am second to bottom in that table. I've only got three extra points per transaction, but then I have made a lot another, of transactions. I've made the most transactions of 31, but I yeah. have made nearly a hundred points from those transactions. So, you know, it has paid a benefit. Um, I think in, in a way, the one that uh, is the most important is just the pure points difference, isn't it? Because it, in, it doesn't really matter how many uh transfers you make it's just about how many points you've got yep. right? yeah, I, yeah i think where, i think where it gets really interesting is where you haven't made a lot of transactions and you've gained a lot of points isn't it because essentially they're just very very good yeah and well, transactions and aren't actually they? The, the person to talk about um there is josh i mean we he's on 520 points yeah at the moment um dreamland um if you look at his draft, he got he, he's he's you know he had a decent draft. He didn't you know, he had a good one. He didn't have an incredible one, um, but he's made eleven transactions so far and has made another hundred and sixty six points, which is so, about fifteen points per yeah. transaction. That which is pretty phenomenal, isn't it? It is, yeah. So actually, the bulk of his points um, and why he's killing people is that he's making some really really clever. Uh, shrewd transactions and they're coming off yeah. for him it'd be good to see which transactions specifically have been the best <laughs> yeah I'm not going to do that uh, sorry mate I, I didn't you know, I want to get some, d- some detail and stats and I don't like that apologies uh, not, my, not my bag mate <laughs> um, you want to look at who had the worst draft um, sort of usual candidates in the CDP Mike didn't attend the draft. <laughs> Lee uh, didn't attend the draft. Lee in the bottom league didn't attend the draft. Um, Bobby? Bobby, did you attend the draft? I did. I was there. Yeah, absolutely. No excuses. No excuses. Yeah. Um, although uh, none of those were the worst. James um, was the worst uh, of the draft. He's um, He would have only been on 251 points at this point. However, yeah. from right, his 28 transactions, he's made another 135. So he's um, he's realised... Uh, 
he's realised his error. Anyone else got anything from they want to take away from that, or have we? Um... Well, I, I, sort, I sort of alluded to this earlier. If you look at the, the highest scoring players and the number of transactions made, they're generally the single figures or the lower numbers of transactions. You've got a kind of bulk of people in the middle who've made a lot, and then perhaps one or two towards the bottom who haven't made many. But I still stand by it, the same as I was talking about in terms of the financial markets thing. Trying to pick, trying to pick when the peaks and troughs of somebody's form is is impossible. So just you mm. know, have a long-term attitude to it. You know, you know, take, you know, stop trying to finesse it and just live with it. And I, th- I think it will come good in the end. I um, I live I've, by the complete opposite. Uh, me too. Uh, <laughs> Make as many change changes it. as you can. Change it all yeah. the time. Yeah. You, you, haven't, you haven't got time well, you, in this you, job, you, mate. You get the you sack. Gave, you gave us the example of the Perez one earlier. You know, I mean, that yeah. is, that's catastrophic. I think over a season, players' form comes in and out so much that I think if you were relying on just uh, staying loyal to the same players, you're going to get maybe a couple of patches of form for each one. Whereas if you swap them out all the time you're getting or you've got the chance of getting more patches of form from more players that are sort of overlapping i think there's probably about 40 percent, maybe 50 percent in some cases of your team that you absolutely will not drop at any point in any time bar injury or transfer yeah Yeah, and then there is yeah yeah but then there's a satellite group of players that you will take a punt on dropping to try and pick up someone with a more favorite. Like I think w- one of the things I f- feel personally I've benefited from is us doing this roundup of who's got favorable <laughs> fixtures and who's available. Yeah. Uh, it's really annoying that we broadcast it to everyone. So they all pick up the same. Especially tip. annoying when somebody's tried to get in Perez this week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, a couple of things I just want to point out before we move on. Um, I said who had the worst drafts. Foy obviously had the best draft overall. Tudor had the best draft, we said, uh, in the second league. And the third best was Sam in the BDR. Um, so those are the three best performing people. And I would just like to point one little thing out. Mark, uh, father of our very own Tommy P., um, has made 30 transactions so far, second most. And of those 30 transactions, 8, 12, 16, uh, eight of them were in week one before game week one had started. Eight. He made eight really? free agent transfers. Wow. I'd, like to, I'd like to read them to you if I possibly could just now. <laughs> Rodrigo in, winks out. Bolly in, Lovren out. Jorginho in. Rodrigo, out. Angelino in, Delph out. Rodrigo, back in. Jorginho, out. Fabinho in, Gundogan out. Jorginho, back in. <laughs> Fabinho, back out. Capu in, Jorginho, back out. <laughs> did, did he lean on the keyboard? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like uh, Pep's rotation policy, isn't it? I was going to say that. Like, yeah. no, no John Stones. Extremely yeah. indecisive there. He's, he's <laughs> dropped Jorginho twice and brought him in twice. He's dropped Rodrigo twice and brought him in twice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of keep keeping your players guessing, but that's just taking it a bit extreme, isn't it? Wow. He's, I can just imagine right. him there going, looking at his draft going, oh, God, it's been a... I'll drop him. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> oh, God, no. I mean, he's got a lot of time in his hands. 
There you go. Okay, I think that's probably enough tinkering. Yeah, good stats, mate. Well done for that. Like yeah, that. great. Nice one. I, I look forward to touching on it again later in the season. I'm sure there'll be another sort of dabbling. Yeah. Uh, but let's look ahead to the game week 11 fixtures. Bobby, why don't you frame me a couple of the Premier League games that you like the look of? Can I say, can I be cheeky and ask for three? Of course. You're, like, you're, <laughs> you're cheeky. Firstly, Brighton versus Norwich. I cannot believe there's an old Division 1 fixture happening in the Premier League next weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. You know, I'm presuming the mods and the rockers are going to have a ruck in town before the game starts. Uh, that, um, well, you're going to be there then, mate, are you? Yeah, absolutely, 100%. Rocking my sort of, you know, the, the Liam Gallagher haircut, the Parker, yeah. and I do a little scooter to go with. Perfect. Lambretta, yeah. go wild. Anybody who's not actually met Bobby would think he's joking. <laughs> no, I'm being deadly serious and I will actually be there for the fight as well um, then, that's got to be an e- before you move on mate that's got to be an easy win for Brighton isn't it Norwich pants I would have thought so you know I, saw, I mean United have been disappointing and they made Norwich look very very poor at home yeah. last week so I, yeah. you know they gave away two penalties United managed to get three goals as well I think I think Brighton Brighton are decent as well didn't they they look alright yeah. Yeah. absolutely Brighton up and at it at home or whatever I think it's at home anyway I can't remember yeah. Um, yeah. Should 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 take that without without much doubt. I would have thought. Um, so of the other fixtures, we've got a, a basically a tallest dwarf contest between Tottenham and Everton. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they're, they're both flattered to deceive, but actually the points are crucial to both of them. So mm. it might sort of jog them out of their current run. So that's quite an interesting game to keep an eye on. It. Call that game. Sorry. Call it. I'm going to say Everton with a one 0 win. Mm. I'm Ooh. going Spurs. It's two one Spurs. I think Everton might win it as well, actually. Go I hope Moise Keane gets a hat trick, please. I'm going to go 1 0 Everton. I hope he does and no one picks him up. <laughs> I won't drop him. I refuse to drop him. You still not dropped him? <laughs> no, I can't. Oh my it, God. I'm scared. I'm, I'm scared. <laughs> What's the third game, Bobby? The third game, I'm going to have to choose Southampton again. They're, you know, they're away at City. I was really, obviously, quite pleased that United's 1995 record was intact last weekend against Leicester. Mm-hmm. I think it's gone this weekend. It's going to be a cricket score. Yeah, although we did play them last night and we smashed did. them. Right. The cop, so. We absolutely smashed them with a three-one defeat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the good old one-three was good, wasn't it? Yeah. Drew the second uh, half and everything. Yeah. We're just lulling them into a false sense. Actually, it's the whole Leicester thing was a long game to beat City. It's a cunning plan, isn't it? Yeah. No one would see it yeah. coming. Yeah. It's, yeah. Su- it's something all right. I'm certainly not yeah. kidding. That's for sure. I know yeah. 10 goals coming. To be honest, I said to the boys in our um, Southampton chat um, last night, I said it would probably be just like Pep to just say, you know, don't go easy on him in the cup. You know, just beat <laughs> don't really. And then the league fucking smashed them. Right? <laughs> yeah, not looking forward to it. I've got an image of that Southampton chat. Andy Della has left the chat. <laughs> <laughs> Forever. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else have we got? Is there anything else worth talking about? I was going to say, Ennis Lowe's sleeping out for the boys. It's a good, United, it's a good game between Villa and Liverpool this weekend. Yeah. Actually, there are some decent fixtures around this weekend. I like the look of Bournemouth United as well. Um, a few goals. Yeah, should be a few goals there. Mm. Um, I think if you've got Chelsea and Liverpool players, they're probably going to do all right this week. Chelsea, what, away to Watford, Liverpool, away to Villa, both probably going to score a few. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Right, sweet. Let's move. Uh, move on to the CDP then, the creme de la creme. 
uh, in the BDR, Will, is there, you're taking control of that? What fantasy uh, game is catching your eye? Yeah, I hate having to look at this league, mate, but I'll, I'll give it a go. <laughs> um, yeah. but to, to be honest, I did genuinely struggle to, to pick a game, but I am going to go for Tudor versus Yo! Crouch. A um, couple of reasons. <laughs> Uh, Crouch had a really good week last week, which we kind of talked about a little bit before. Um, yeah. But if he does lose um, and Lee manages to pick something up, he's going to be cut adrift from the league. So I think that's going to be one to watch, actually. So let's see if Crouch can continue his good form. I hope he can't. I hope he does. Uh, I hope he doesn't. Tom, <laughs> 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 uh, why don't you have a look at uh, the CDP? What's going in there? Yeah, contrary to Will, I love looking at this league. It's so exciting. It's nerve-wracking. It's tight. Um, there's another top-of-the-table clash going on. It's um, Foy taking on Greg, or, you know, it's basically like winner stays on. Greg's oh, got kid. to the top of the table, and then he's just taken on any uh, any newcomers. So, um, yeah, those two. Two, two, two most informed teams in that league. Yeah, two heavyweights. How is you, your brother coping with being top of the table? Uh, in typical Greg fashion, I'd love to say he's really stressed out and um, you know struggling with the media attention and stuff, but he's um, he's pretty chilled about it. Um, uh, did he well, even? I bet he didn't even know he was until like Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, top. oh, okay. Oh, oh top is it? All oh, right, okay, yeah. Oh, okay, I've just submitted a series to Netflix as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, a bit, uh, mate, mate, bit of a shout out to the old grudge match as well. We got to mention Della Phil, haven't we? As well. Oh Ooh, yeah, yeah. A lot of good. needle, a lot of needle. Yeah, looking forward to that. Oh, it's just such a bad really dirty match. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, mind, the mind games have started. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby, Bobby, um, uh, is Phil or is Phil not a bellend? A hundred percent bellend. Yeah. Oh, you do realize I've met him once. We had an ice cream together. All right then, Will is Phil or is he not a bellend? <laughs> Well, he bought my ice cream, so I thought like, he had a nice time. Uh, sweet Bobby, why don't you look at the engine room? What's going on in the SBM? Well, I said the one that I've picked out is I think we've got Hall's Balls versus Mini Waz, haven't we? Um, the reason <laughs> I picked that is because, frankly, I want them both to sodding lose and they can't. <laughs> uh, well, as, you know, as I said earlier, I only care what happens to me and my shower of shite, uh, and that game actually does matter. So. I'm hoping one of those rarities a draw would be perfect for me. Mm. Um, apart from that, if you look a little bit further down, uh, Niall, and he's another, he's a fellow sleeping giant like myself, um, his pretentious bunch of white knights are up against the gods of VAR, and I'm hoping, I think, that he beats them again to keep, to keep gods of VAR down. Um, so I thought I'm, you were going to yeah, say I'm you're looking, hoping looking, for another draw. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking for, uh, this time I'm wanting an actual result. I'm looking to get to the dizzy heights of maybe sixth or seventh at the end of this Whoa, weekend. mate, calm down. I know, I'll get bleeding nose up there, I think. <laughs> oh it's sweet and uh Della it's fourth round of the cup is it or is it not it is indeed mate a little um I say you got your info in your newsletter but three rounds left of the cup in the group stage couple of little notes Tudor and Sam can guarantee qualification to the uh knockout of the cup with a win regardless Ooh. of other results um Josh in Group 1, Foy in Group 2, Will in Group 3 can also do so if results fall their way. Um, Racket in Group 1, James in Group 3, R. Bobby in Group 4, and Niall in Group 5 uh, need a win, or they're probably in the plate. Uh, yeah, I won't. that's it, mate. I'll, um, 
we'll say we'll do another a cut round up in a little bit. Okay, perfect. Um, and so let's move on again to, as I say, a section that's been very helpful to me over the last couple of weeks. Let's have a look at teams and players with a good run of fixtures. Um, Bobby, kick us off with uh, United, I think it is. Yeah, United have got a good, well, on paper at least, a good set of fixtures. They're playing Bournemouth, yeah, they're playing good point, Brighton, well Sheffield and Villa. My only caveat to that is if actually if you go back through United's um, results, their performance against the bottom clubs has been absolutely appalling. You know, we've lost to Newcastle. You know, we've had, we drew with Southampton. No offence. Yeah. Um, and then if you go back to last None season, they got, they, got, they got beaten by uh, Cardiff. They drew with Huddersfield. For some, for some reason, they perform better against the better teams. I think, basically, that they're a bunch of shrinking violets with no leadership. Um, <laughs> but, you know, so, but you, you, you take, say, you, they've obviously had an improvement in form, half-decent result against the bin dippers, and then, you know, win last weekend. So, I can see here um, that Lindelof is available on a free, apparently. In, only in the BDR, and, and um, there aren't really any United players free apart from that in any of the leagues. So people are still hanging on to United players. I mean, the thing is, even, even in a game against Norwich, which is pretty one-sided, they still managed to throw a goal away. So mm. honestly, picking any defender would be utter suicide, in my opinion. Um, but there we go. Yeah, I've got them all, mate. Will, what team have you got for us? Yeah, the mighty Arsenal. Um, so they've Gunners. got Gunners. Uh, they've got Wolves, Leicester, Southampton, and Norwich coming up, which is God, that's a depressing lineup, isn't it? Just as a, um, uh, so, <laughs> yeah, I think they, they, yeah. I mean, to be fair, Wolves on a bit of an upswing, and obviously Leicester doing well, but Southampton and Norwich should be fairly comfortable games to win. There's actually a few of their players free actually at the moment. So I think Socrates is free in all three divisions, I think. Um, we talked about David Luiz is free in the SDM and BDR. Um, and interestingly, Bellerin is free in all three divisions and Tierney is yes. free in the CDP. They've got, to start, they've got to start playing him, surely. Both of, those got two got don't, both of those two aren't getting a game and they're conceding goals every time they play games. It's like they are obviously your best two to fullbacks. Yeah. Why are you not playing them? Bellerin's still coming back, isn't he? I think he's like coming back from injury. Tierney's just. Yeah. I think if they'd played Tierney. Weird, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm surprised he's free in the CDP. He might uh, have a little little waiver there. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tom, what game have you or what team of game have you got for us? Uh, well, I get to um, preview the the sexiest team, Burnley. Um, They've got Sheffield United. Uh, well, they'll be up against the might of Lise Mousset, who scored again. That's my top tip he did. for a striker. Yeah, he's on a he's games. on a run now. Yep, two two games back to back. West Ham, Watford, and Crystal Palace. Um, so yeah, that looks that is a good run, isn't it? Um, and they've got uh, Loton Tarkovsky and uh, Ben Mia all three in all of the leagues. So um, stock up on your budget Burnley players okay good nice uh, and the teams are stinkers Ever, anyone got one for yeah I'd just run through it quickly I think the Palace uh, it appears like we've been saying Palace have been on this list for bloody weeks but <laughs> yeah they um, have Leicester, Chelsea, Liverpool, Burnley it doesn't really get much easier Brighton um, yes they're playing Norwich this weekend but then they get United, Leicester and Liverpool um, and West Ham um I've got Newcastle, uh, but then they've got Burnley, Tottenham and Chelsea. So avoid yeah. your Palace, Brighton and West Ham players, probably. 
Okay, nice. Top tips. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Has anyone else got anything they want to check I've, I've out? I've got before? one quick grab. Whilst, whilst we've been doing this, I've been on the BBC website, and on mm-hmm. BBC Sport, it's telling me that Kaka's got a yellow card for having a selfie with a fan that ran on. I want to know, <laughs> I want to know why the hell that's not a red card. That's unforgivable. Why on earth do <laughs> you put your face in front of a camera for a selfie? It's absolutely disgusting. Only if it's got, only if it's got situation. If it's got dog ears on it and stuff, I'm okay doing it. But Snapchat. Also, you used to watch a sports event, you know, maybe watch the Formula One, and you would take a picture of the car go by. And if you got a really good picture, you could use it. You can maybe put it on your wall or send it to a friend. You put your flipping ugly mug in it. What the hell are you going to do with it? Well, mate, speak for yourself. Yeah. Chew oh. to, to wrap it up before Bobby bursts a blood vessel. I, I don't know. I'm kind, of, I'm, I'm kind of with him on the old selfie front. Like, fuck yeah, selfies. that's because you've got an ugly mug as well, mate. Fuck you. I'm pretty. Um, also, just quickly, what's there? Live update. 2 1 Liverpool. I mean, 2 1 Arsenal, sorry. Gabriel Martinelli. Ooh. Oh, yeah, he might, he might see him start a couple of games in Premier League. I know, it's only a matter of time, I feel. Mm. He's been scoring in Europa and scoring in the Caribbean Cup now. Come He's on. been anyway. sat on my bench for about three weeks. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> God. Um, right then, final rule, final few bits. A reminder, the next social is Saturday the 23rd of November at the famous Three Kings in West Kensington. It would be good to see you or some of you or most of you. Um, and next week, we've got the yo-yo team, Mark of Mark Probert joining us. Well, we'll probably work out something to look at. Mark off of Probert. Mark <laughs> off of Probert. Yeah. Um, right. That is it for another wonderful episode of the Creme de la Creme podcast. My name is James Tudor Williams, and I've been joined by the commish, Andrew Della. Yeah, thanks. See you, Tudor. Will the Wand Graham. One signing off. Uh, podcast regular, Tommy P. Cheers, lads. Super producer, Pedro, behind the glass. Safety first. And special guest this week was Bobby. It's been an absolute pleasure. <laughs> thanks once again for listening. Catch you next week. Peace. Peace.